Thank you, Daniel. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you. The question we have before us this morning is this one. Ta-da. That's it. What's in a greeting? That's what I just want us to focus on for a few moments this morning. That question, what's in a greeting? So every day, on numerous occasions, we give and we receive a greeting. Are you with me? It's part of everyday life. We are greeted and we greet. What is in a greeting? So I just want to take you through the first couple of hours of my day, and I'll just give you an example of how greetings happen. Did you check your email this morning? No, well done. Um, so <laughs> I just did a little sneaky quick check of my emails this morning, and there were several greetings through my emails this morning. And I looked very quickly, and I began to interact. As I was greeted, so I began to interact. I caught the train in here this morning, and I was aware that I was greeted on the train by the person taking tickets. There was an interaction. There was a greeting. I received a greeting. I gave a greeting. Um, Di and I uh, didn't come straight here. We went into Costa Coffee on Oxford Road this morning. And I received and gave a greeting. It's beginning to add up, isn't it? Already many interactions, greetings, giving, receiving. Of course, we then arrived here this morning. And the first thing that we did was we began to greet one another. And um, there was a good welcome and a smile and a good greeting. I happened to notice that as I walked in this morning, the person greeting, who greeted me so well and made me so, feel so welcome, then said to the person behind me, you're looking glorious this morning. <laughs> Didn't say that to me, but hey-ho, that's okay. What a greeting, what a greeting. You're looking glorious this morning. An interaction. Now, greetings, I just want to ask you for a moment, how... Do the greetings that you receive, for instance, on email, how do they make you feel? What does it do to you? When you receive a greeting, does it make you feel valued? Does it make you feel respected, liked, loved? Does it engage you, enthuse you, motivate you, include you, energize you, connect you? Do those greetings begin to do that to you? Or... Do the greetings that you receive at times make you feel depersonalized, undervalued, disrespected, unengaged, disconnected? What is in a greeting? I know how they make me feel. I know that just reading a simple email that starts off with the words, Dear Adrian, begin to immediately make me feel something. I don't know how that is for you. I don't know how you... You're going to think about it now for a moment. When you send an email, I'm kind of assuming most of us, one way or the other, interact with our world on many, many occasions during the day through some form of, 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 of media, email, social media, etc. When you receive something, how does it make you feel? When you give, do you think about how it's going to make the other person feel? 
I love it when somebody says, dear Adrian, on an email. Because often, um, it's not like that at all. Sometimes it's just Adrian. Sometimes it's not even my name. It's straight in with the subject. I do all sorts of things in my day job and, and outside of my day job. Um, so I get emails that say something like, the state of the roads are a disgrace. Right, okay, that's a greeting. There was no, hi Adrian, hello Adrian, dear Adrian, or even Adrian. It was just the roads, the state of the roads are a real disgrace. How, did, how does that make me feel? How does it make you feel when people greet you on the email? How does that begin to interact with you? Um, this morning at the railway station, as uh, Di and I got on the, uh, on the train, you know how it is when you start to interact with somebody who's just doing their job. That's all they're doing. They're just doing their job. But what a difference the way they greet you makes about the way they do their job and the way that you feel. I was just you know, paying a ticket. I was just traveling into Manchester. That's all it was. But actually, the person this morning who greeted Di and I greeted us with kindness. What actually he said as he came to, uh, to take a ticket and he began to process the card, we were drawing into one of the, the, the stops and he looked out the window and he said, I'll be back to you. I see somebody running to catch the train. We'll wait for him. They was just doing a job, but what a difference. It was kindness. I, I have this kind of thing when I, I come into work, usually by train into Manchester Piccadilly, and I have this thing, can I elicit a smile out of the person who checks the tickets as you go through? I mean, it's commuter time. There's so many people, and they've all got to get through, and they're streaming through, and there's me, got this little thing about, can I get him to smile? Yeah? And sometimes it happens, because I say, as I show my ticket, thank you, and I smile. And occasionally, I get a thank you back and a smile and occasionally have a good day. How does it make me feel? It's just a greeting. But what is in a greeting? Is there something more? I know the number of times when I put my ticket up and smile and say thank you, I get nothing, just blanked as if I'm just one of the many hundreds of people that will pass that person by in the course of that day. What is in a greeting? Is there an opportunity? Is there something about that moment that says a greeting is more than just holding up a ticket? Is there something? Um, Costa Coffee this morning, lovely greeting, really pleasant, helpful interaction, etc. I remember a time and it stuck out. We you know, we, we enjoy our Costa coffees. And I don't know if you know this, but one of their vision statements, and it's usually up on the wall in a nice big poster, it says this, their vision statement for Costa coffee, we put our heart and soul into every cup. There it is on a poster. We put our heart and soul into every cup. I remember the day the young lady, bless her, I don't know what was going on in life, but she didn't want to be there. There wasn't any heart and soul going into my cup. <laughs> Far from it. It was as if, actually, mate, I know you're asking for a coffee, but I'd rather you didn't. I'd rather you weren't there. And um, what made it worse was when I was given it with this really kind of, I don't know, bless her. I, you know, yeah, it does sound like I'm judging, doesn't it? But um, 
I, I don't want to, but what really did it for me was the word that she spoke as she gave me the coffee was enjoy. And, and somehow the word was right, but you know what I mean. You, you know what I mean. The word was right, but there was something missing in that word. What's in a greeting? It was a greeting, but is there something more in a greeting? Do you know, I remember distinctly the first time I ever came to this building. The first time I ever came to an event in this building, I remember it distinctly. I remember it because the greeting began in the car park. Now that's going to age you a little bit because before there was a sports centre, there was just a piece of open ground, a rough car park. And I remember it was my first time to ever come here. There was a celebration. There was a weekend event going on. And uh, Di and I, um, I'm not even sure if we had any children in those days. I can't, I think it was sort of, if we had, they were very little. I think they were, weren't they? Maybe at least one or two very little children. And we were turning up to this event and, you know, it was all new. And a little bit apprehensive, a little bit uncertain. And I drove into what obviously was the car park and I was greeted by somebody who made me immediately feel like I was in the right place and I was, it was the best place to be and I was part of what was going to happen and I was special and I was valued and straight away, things began to change. What's in a greeting? Well, I hope you see that I believe that greetings make a real difference. The way they make us feel. Can I ask you, church, this morning, have you heard God's greeting to you this morning? Because God greets us. God greets us. I want us just to quickly look at some of the, well, the, the way that God greets us. Now, in the New Testament, every single book that is penned by Paul the Apostle through God's Holy Spirit starts with the same Greeting. You check it out. We'll just, we'll just go through. So the first book in the New Testament as we come to it is the book of Romans, penned by Paul. So if you go to chapter 1, and you look at verse 7, this is the greeting. To all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the greeting. Grace and peace to you from the Lord Jesus Christ. So what's the next book after Romans that Paul writes? It's Corinthians. First letter of Corinthians. Let's look at it. So verse two, right at the beginning, chapter one, verse two, first book of Corinthians, to the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be holy, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The second letter of Corinthians chapter one. To the church of God in Corinth is verse one. Together with all the saints throughout Acacia, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. What comes after Corinthians? It's Galatians. Galatians chapter one, verse three. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. After Galatians The book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 2. What is it going to say? Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can check it out. The next one after Ephesians is Philippians, chapter 1, verse 2. Grace and peace to you from the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Colossians after Philippians chapter one, verse two, to the holy and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace and peace to you from God our Father. That is the greeting that God gives. Every single book, the beginning of it is God's greeting, grace and peace to you. Before anything else is said, before any um, other uh, words begin to come out, before um, anything else, grace and peace. Before any issue is addressed, grace and peace. Before any business is done, grace and peace. Before doctrine, before instruction, grace and peace. This is the greeting of God to us this morning. Wherever you are, however, whatever's gone on and we've, you know, we've been led into the presence of God in worship this morning, I can say with absolute confidence that God's greeting to each one of us this morning is grace and peace to you. Grace and peace to you. Now, listen to this. This is the key. You cannot separate God's words from God's presence. When God speaks, he is there. So when God proclaims to us grace and peace, it's not like the birthday gift of an Amazon voucher that comes in the post that you open up and, hey, that's nice. I've got 10 pounds worth of Amazon vouchers. That isn't how God interacts. That isn't how God greets. God comes himself with his words. And so God meets us this morning with grace and peace with peace. What is God's grace? We hear about it so often. We hear it spoken about. There are incredibly powerful scriptures that we probably know off by heart that talk about God's grace. It says, for you know the grace of God. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, Yet for your sakes, he became poor so that you through his poverty might become rich. This is the grace of God, that although he was rich, for our sakes he became poor so that we may become rich. The grace of God is God transforming our situation. The grace of God is none other than himself coming to us to change our world. You know what it says in Ephesians? It says, for by grace you are saved through faith. It is the grace of God that transforms. God is here this morning to transform you and me. Whatever it is we face today, whatever it is that we are, that is on our heart and our minds, there is no casual greeting from God this morning God comes and embraces us with his transforming presence. That is the grace of God, the transforming, powerful presence to bring his forgiveness, to bring his healing, to bring his wholeness to us. God embraces us this morning. So in that word, grace to you, God is saying, I am here. We sing um, the song, I haven't sung it for a while, but I remember it well. Um, I'm not going to try and sing it, but 
you know it? I believe in Jesus. I believe he is the son of God. I believe he died and rose again. I believe he paid for us all. Now, this is the line. And I believe that he is here now, standing in our midst, here with the power to heal now and with the grace to forgive. When God says grace to you, he comes in his powerful presence to transform. That is the grace of God. Let me tell you what is in a greeting. Everything is in a greeting. With God, everything is in a greeting. He does not hold back. He comes to us and he embraces us. I love, you know, it says grace and peace. Now, each of these topics we could spend quite a while talking about more about God's empowering presence, the transformative nature in every moment, in every day, in every circumstance of, our, of, of just being people who are living in God's grace. In other words, we are not alone. God is with us and that changes everything. When you look out and what is, your, um, what is gonna happen the rest of today, what is gonna happen tomorrow, this is the promise of God, grace and peace to you. I am with you. No matter what tomorrow brings, God's greeting is I am with you. Be confident. Live by faith in the knowledge that God's grace, God's provision, God himself is with you to transform. Whether you are in a prison, Paul and Silas singing songs in the night. Why? Because they were not alone because God was there with them and everything changes because God is there. So they could say, no matter what the shackles suggested, no matter what the prison cell said, they could say, it is well with my soul. Why? Because God's grace and peace were their portion. God's transforming, powerful presence, the grace so much has been written and much more will be written. But the grace of God is yours and mine this morning. He greets us and says, I am here for you. He embraces us. So the peace of God, the shalom of God is yours this morning. What is the shalom? What is the peace of God? The peace of God is knowing God's order, God's rule. God aligning things in our lives according to his kingdom and according to his good purpose. That's what peace is really all about. Peace is not the cessation of trouble. It's not suddenly some kind of quiet and, uh, you know, where you just lay back and the birds sing and everything, um, which is where I want to be in a couple of weeks' time when I go on holiday. It's not, that's not the peace of God. I, I hope that, you know, because I know God will be there, that will be special. The peace of God is this, knowing that God rules, that God reigns. No matter what comes your way, God says, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives. Don't be afraid. Don't be troubled, for I am with you. The peace of God, the shalom, the order of God in our lives. What's in a greeting? Everything is in a greeting. 
So we are embraced. We are held by the presence of God this morning. Grace and peace to you. I wanted just to, to, to read on from the, the, uh, the second letter of Corinthians, that greeting. Because what actually now we can live confidently as we are embraced by God. So also as we go to greet, as we write those emails, as we meet the ticket uh, collector, as we go into a shop, as we go into the workplace, as we go into our family home, as God embraces us, so in God we embrace the world. We greet the world. With the same greeting that we receive, we greet. And that's why when you write that email, let me tell you everything is in a greeting because you start to interact. You start to make a difference. You start to change because that's the way God transforms us, every interaction. And so here's the opportunity for us in God to greet the world around us. So, first chapter of 2 Corinthians, grace, verse 2, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. Do you get that? What we receive, we are now able to give. Everything is in a greeting. As God embraces us, so in God and in the grace of God and the empowering presence of God, knowing the shalom, the order, the peace of God, we start to interact with the world. God through us embracing the world. If you look at the last chapters of the books that uh, Paul wrote, so the first chapter begins with grace and peace. Several of the books, right at the very end of the books, there is another greeting. So it starts with a greeting and oddly it finishes with a greeting. So if we looked at Romans where we started, instead of chapter 1, let's go to the very end of Romans, chapter 16. And in verse 16, it says this, Romans 16, 16, greet one another with a holy kiss. What is in a greeting? Everything is in a greeting. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The same in Corinthians, greet one another with a holy kiss. The same in Thessalonians, greet one another. What it's saying is this, make a difference change the world just as God has changed your world my world go out and change the world why because we are a spiritual we are spiritual people we are a royal priesthood a holy nation we who having been embraced by God now take that embrace that holy kiss and we kiss the world an email. Have you ever seen that? As God wanting to kiss the world? I get about 70 emails a day. 
That's a lot of kissing I can return, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It takes me a long time to, do my, to read my emails because I always reread my email before I send it at least once. Now, I think that's a smart thing to do because it's clear from some of the emails that I get that the person hasn't actually read what they've put. Um, there's good sense to read your emails before you send them and to check, are you portraying grace and peace? Are you interacting with the world in the way that God has interacted with you? You have been forgiven. You have been the object of God's lavish, loving kindness, undeserved, his mercy, his healing. Is your email, it's just an email, Adrian, 70 a day, it's not. Everything is in a greeting. One smart thing to do is to check your emails purely because of a thing called freedom of information. If for no other reason, one day your emails might actually be pulled together and read. Well, I believe that every single interaction is an opportunity to bring God's grace and bring God's peace into the world in which you live. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Make the most of every opportunity, every email, every interaction. Why don't you, you know, in, in work tomorrow, um, it always takes me a while to get into work and behind the desk because I think it's so important to greet everybody with a good morning and a hello. Um, where I work, uh, I guess what we're really all about, working with people who are experiencing extreme poverty, chronic poverty, disadvantage. Um, where we work, transformation of life is what it's all about. It's about supporting somebody from a place of brokenness to a place of a full and fruitful future. Um, and I was listening to the story that one of, our, um, one of the good people that first came to us in a very broken place not many months ago. And um, his record really was one of, of really a, a, a history of prison, of prison because of extreme violence. Um, he had a reputation and um, people used him. He was in... Uh, the kind of gang scene, and people used him. And he describes how basically they knew which buttons to press and then they would just set him off. And the red mist would come down and uh, he would uh, act in an incredibly violent way and was in prison several times because of it. And apparently ever since being a little child, it was known that if you press certain buttons, he would react in a way and that was made use of. And so actually it was just a case of, of, of violence, of, of just uncontrolled violence. And um, coming out of prison, nowhere uh, to live, um, in a hostel and uh, referred to, to where I work. And we began to interact with him. And he began to see something and experience something different in the way that he was treated in the way that people interacted with him. That's the secret. 
Yes, there's certain smart programs and things like that, but actually, what really makes the difference is the way that people interact. And I, now he's on our, our, our welcoming. We, we, he goes out and he talks on our behalf, and he welcomes people. And if we've got anybody coming in to find out what it's about, we'll, we'll ask Keith just to go and talk to them. And he's a gentleman, and he's a kind man, and he's a transformed man. And I heard him telling the story of what it was that changed him. And one of the things, which I'd never heard before, um, was that he said that, the, that I, I'm the, the chief exec, so I'm the big boss. And he said, the chief exec says hello to you. And he cited that as one of the three things that made a difference in his world. I couldn't believe that. All I did was say hello. Everything is in a greeting because we are spiritual people. Just as God embraces us, as we embrace the world, transformation happens. It's in a smile, it's in a greeting. Think about your emails, think about your work colleagues, think about your home life. Um, we have a thing at, at, at home, um, our eldest son is back living with us at the moment, which is great. Uh, we got three children, and for a little while, um, they'd all gone, which was even better. No, it, um, <laughs> it was for me, it wasn't for Di, bless her. Um, but, uh, but he came home, and, and he's just a joy to have in the house, because he makes us laugh. He really does. He, he's messy, and anyway, um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's, got, he's got this thing with food. Um, he likes to do this stuff with food. And uh, that's great, we buy the food, and then he does his stuff with the food, and the kitchen looks like it's been destroyed. But, but that, that's okay, that's okay. Um, because, because he's just a joy to have in the house. You know, I mean it, he is. <laughs> he is a joy. Um, uh, but he, he's, he's working, and he works shifts at the moment, and uh, when he comes in the door, and we hear the the door begins to open. As the door opens, we cry out, Hi, Dan! So before he comes into the room, as the door opens, we call his name. Let me tell you that God is calling your name. Not waiting. I, you know, there are times, aren't there, when you go into a room at work and nobody looks up. Yeah, I get that. Nobody looks up. Yeah, nobody even knows you're there. There's a sad, sad story that's true about... A guy who died in the office. This is in New York. It took three days before somebody realized that he was at his desk and he hadn't moved for three days. Um, now, you know, the, the, so just to hear somebody and greet them, even before, what I'm saying is everything's in a greeting. You start to interact. You start to change somebody's world. You start to make a difference. Grace and peace to you, God says. So, may you know the joy of bringing God's presence into the lives of each and every person that you meet each and every day. May you grasp the opportunity that every greeting brings to be agents of God's grace and peace. And may you transform the world around you. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.